Astros fans, Lauren Blackwell up in the radio booth with your broadcast team, Steve Sparks and Robert Ford. Guys, welcome home from Mexico. How was the trip? It was great, man. Uh, we couldn't have had a better, more re-energizing time. Going to Mexico and see how much those fans uh, love this Astros team is about probably 80%, wouldn't you say, Robert? Yeah. Uh, Astros fans there, and they just adored the team. Great. What about you? Did you have a great time? A great time. It was great to see the passion of the fans mm -hmm. for baseball. I mean, you think about the game on Saturday night. It, it was a blowout win for the Astros, but every seat that was filled at the beginning of the game was still filled by the time the game was over. And then it was like that was just the beginning of the party. They had live music, <laughs> all sorts of stuff going on. It was just great to see the passion uh, for baseball down in Mexico. Sounds like a lot of fun, and the bats were hot this week. And Robert, remind everyone how potent this Astros team is once the offense really gets into the groove. Well, I mean, really, when you look at this offense, I mean, leading in batting average and, and on base percentage, and, and we're really driving the ball in Mexico. I think that was really the big key. I mean, you look at those two games, the Astros scoring 24 runs, 17 extra base hits, mm -hmm. including 10 in the game on, on Saturday, one shy of a club record, and eight home runs over the the series as well really driving the ball of course the the conditions in Monterey at that ballpark were conducive to extra base hits mm -hmm. and the Astros took advantage collectively the offense is is hitting really well but Sparky I want to talk to you about one guy in particular Ryan Presley mm. he's gone 34 scoreless straight games a club record 33 scoreless innings another club record what is it about this guy's game that's making him so lethal well I think number one he's very talented and he's got three of the the best pitches in baseball when you look at spin rate and all that his fastball his slider his curveball are, are all elite but I think it's his demeanor uh, the way he goes out there he has a presence about him uh, and he stays ahead on the count he keeps the leverage in his favor and gets guys to expand uh, with any one of those three pitches but he's he's been fantastic for the Astros ever since they got him last year absolutely a lot of fun to watch in a couple more years he'll be around that's so right good news all right fans make sure you tune in pre and post game each and every Astros game sports talk 790 or 740 a.m. there comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park where today the Houston Astros open up a seven game homestand with the first of three against the Kansas City Royals. Astros coming off a three and three road trip that ended with them sweeping a pair of games from the Angels in Monterey, Mexico, including a 10 to four win over the Angels yesterday. Alex Bregman had a grand slam. Michael Brantley a two run home run as part of a two for five game as the Astros winning two in a row taking on a Royals team that's dropped three of their last four after losing five to two in 10 innings in Detroit yesterday Astros 20 and 14 they are first in the AL West two games ahead of Seattle Royals last in the AL Central nine and a half games behind the Twins with a record of 12 and 23 it's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist official health care provider for the Houston Astros Houston Methodist leading medicine and it's Garrett Cole getting the ball for the Astros today and Cole has been consistent for the Astros maybe his best outing of the year his last time though against the Twins with seven scoreless yeah the cold weather in Minnesota he just completely shut down a very hot lineup with just one hit in those seven shutout innings and he does it with a lot of different pitches and he can adjust just like Justin Verlander he can make an adjustment in the first or second inning just on, on how the other teams 
trying to uh, oppose him. But, but we look at the Kansas City Royal lineup right now. It looks a little top-heavy, right? Yeah. Top four guys, very potent. A lot of speed on this team for Sokol uh, to get out that first hitter of an inning so where you can kind of take away the, some of those stolen base attempts will be very important. Meanwhile, Jacob Junis on the mound for the Royals, and he's pitching very well coming off of wins and back-to-back -back starts. Yep. Uh, he's good. You know, uh, he's gotten hurt on his four-seam fastball, so the Astros will probably hunt that quite a bit during this game. But the slider, the slider is his best pitch, and we've talked about that for a while now. We saw him a couple of years ago, and we saw him kind of dominate the Astros with his slider. They weren't able to lay off of it. Hitters are hitting just 177 off of that pitch this year. So I think for the Astros is recognizing that slider. If it starts on the outer third of the plate, lay off of it. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, this Kansas City Royals team, 35 stolen bases this year. That leads baseball. And they have several guys who can run. They have uh, Billy Hamilton, Terrence right. Gore, Alberto Mondesi, who are three of the top five fastest guys in baseball if you look at some of the, the stat cast metrics. But in order to control that running game, maybe the best way to do it is to score early, take some leads, and that, that short circuits that a little bit. It does. You know, you get a three or four run lead by the third or fourth inning. I think you will put them on their heels or maybe get a stop sign from time to time. But not really sure. You know, with the Royals, their record right now, uh, maybe Ned Yost still, you know, turns them loose even yeah. if they do have a lead. Maybe that's their best chance to score anyway. So uh, the Astros don't control the running game that well, let's be honest. And Cole's kind of slow to the home plate as far as getting rid of the baseball. So you got to outslug them sometimes. All right, coming up next, we'll have the manager's show presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Astros reliever Roberto Osuna. But now this from your local station. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. Back home, the Astros, after a trip to Monterey, Mexico, and talking with A.J. Hinch, and I just want to get your impressions of that two-day trip. I think it made a, a huge impression on a lot of people. Yeah, no, it was a fun trip, and, and it's even better because of the, the way we won, and, yeah. and we played well, and our players really embraced the warm welcome we got. We were the visiting team, but we felt like the home team. A lot of fans traveled, a lot of people in Mexico um, have jumped on board and being Astros fans, and so the, the environment was was real. Our players were talking about the throwback to winter ball and the energy that comes with that and the the music, the dancing, the the fans there early, stay late, the parties that happened afterwards, uh, two wins, couldn't have asked for a better trip. It seemed like the, the baseball game was just a sideshow, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. And it, and I think our team is was embraced by the, yeah. the Mexican fans just given the Latino um, strength that we have on this team. And you look at Altuve was out there early signing autographs, taking pictures, Correa, uh, Diaz, Gurriel, uh, Bregman pretending to be Latin. I mean, it's like yeah. he, he is uh, – our team, our team was really, really having a good time with him. You were telling me a story about what happened at the end of the game. We don't want to promote this, but it was a pretty cute thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, after game one uh, down there, we win, and everybody's celebrating. And I'd taken out the entire outfield and put in Fisher and Marisnik and – uh, in Kemp, and so um, you know they have the celebration and the, and the and the high fives. And as soon as the game ended, a little kid came running from right field, and you could see that the the security was chasing after. I'm talking about a probably seven year old kid, and um, he's running because he wanted to get close to Altuve. And so Correa and Altuve embrace this kid. They hug on him. Um, the the security wants to take him off the field, but Carlos and Jose wouldn't let him. And 
Um, they got the kid calmed down enough. He was so excited to see some of his idols that he, he could take a selfie with. By then, it was, you know, Marisnik was there and Kemp was there. Fish was there. Yuli had made his way over there. Um, and it was nice to, to see our players, you know, love on the kid. Now, we don't want fans on the field, but um, they handled that great. You made a statement to your team before that game. You guys had 17 extra base hits in that little mm-hmm. two-game set. You know, they, they would be rewarded if they just hit the ball hard, and that's exactly what happened. Astros have the bases loaded, two outs, top of the fifth inning. Angels of the 3-2 to two lead, and Brad Osmus going to his bullpen. Matt Parvey pulled after four and two-thirds, have been pitching well. And Alex Bregman will stand it. And Bregman drives this deep to center field, racing back on it as Trout at the wall, looking up. See you later! A grand slam for Alex Bregman. And the Astros go up 6-3. to three. The Astros with their major league leading fourth grand slam of the season. We hear the Angels faithful here in Monterey, Mexico. Yeah, I mean, the ballpark helped, but also our approach helped. And, and, and you know, we have such a... A good offense, and when you when you look at guys like Yuli hitting seventh, Reddick's hitting sixth, Chirinos and Diaz hitting at the bottom of the order, it's we can score from any any part of our order. When we get a little bit greedy and get a little bit too homer happy, um, our our at bats get a little short. We hit balls in the air a little bit too much. We don't hit the ball hard, and I thought that's what happened in Minnesota. So what a time to tell the team like just focus on hitting the ball hard, and you go to the most offensive ballpark. Um, in North America, it felt like in Monterey, and, and the results spoke for themselves. But your pitchers did a great job. Mm-hmm. Miley did a great job. Verlander, your relievers continued to, to bang it out. Yeah, I mean, Miley um, set the tone nicely by, by throwing strikes. The cutter in on the right-handed hitters helped. They had a couple lefties they put in the lineup. He neutralized those um, and got a little bit deeper into the game. We broke open with some big leads, so we were able to pitch, you know, Josh James. We were able to pitch, you know, some different guys in, in – in game one and then the, the the real cool part of game two is it was a really close game we have the big grand slam by Bregman uh, but capping the day with Osuna getting to pitch in his home country yeah. and and first time as a major leaguer uh, being able to come back and the fans were yelling at me over the dugout like you know Osuna Oki Osuna Oki they, they wanted Osuna on the on the field and and him getting the last out of a of, of a two-game sweep was pretty cool so you got the Kansas City Royals you guys just got out of your meeting with the other coaches what do the Royals look like? What what says? Uh, what's the best word about this Royals team? Uh, they they induce pressure. I mean, they're they're the fastest team in the big leagues. They they, they lead the league in stolen bases. Uh, they will be an active team. Ned Yost plays the small ball game more than any manager in baseball. So we're going to have to field our position. We're going to have to minimize their stolen base uh, attempts. They control the running game. On the flip side, with Martin Maldonado. So we 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 they, we have to make sure that we we don't get too much pressure put on ourselves that we make mistakes. When you make mistakes against these guys, they I've seen them score from second base on a fly ball to center field. We've seen the first and third double steal. They steal third more than any team in baseball. So uh, the best way to combat that is to punch them out. Garrett Cole has a yeah. chance to do that. He has a chance to punch them out. So, but just equally speaking, like when the team's really fast like this overall, do you like to play your infielders and outfielders more shallow? A little bit. I don't think in this ballpark you don't have to play the outfielders shallow, but you – uh, the infielders will be a step off the grass, and and we'll have to pay attention to Merrifield and Mondesi, and and if Gore gets in there, uh, Hamilton at the at the in the nine hole. Uh, but more than anything, it's their style of play. I mean, it's the ground ball between short and third. You know, tonight it's um, Michael Brantley's going to have to go and get the ball. They're going to think, you know, double on a ground ball base hit. So we'll we'll be careful with how we overshift because the, these guys can turn singles into doubles and doubles into triples very quickly. All right, good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky.
Back with more Asher Launch right after this. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Astros with a 10-4 lead over the Angels as we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Some changes for the Astros. Jake Marisnik now in playing center field. Derek Fisher enters the game in left field. The change that got the biggest cheer is the man on the mound, native of Los Mochis, Mexico, Roberto Osuna. Robert, look at the stands right now, how many people have their phones out. Hundreds of people videoing this. This is a big deal to them. Osuna, one of 13 natives of Mexico playing in the big leagues this season. 12 of those 13 are pitchers. Roberto Osuna quit school when he was 14 years old because his family needed him to go help his dad make money. Listen to this crowd. I want to see Osuna finish this off. Two-strike pitch. And that ball's hit in the air to right. Playable for Reddick to his right, waiting for it to come down. Makes the catch, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros sweep a pair in Monterey, defeating the Angels by a final of 10 to 4. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Roberto Osuna. Got a chance to pitch a ninth inning in Monterey yesterday, and I know that had to be a big thrill for you getting to pitch in, in your home country. Yeah, that was absolutely uh, very special for me and uh, my whole family, friends, and everybody that attended the game. Uh, it was a pretty cool moment, and uh, you know, just happy uh, to be part of uh, those two great games in Mexico. Now, it wasn't a safe situation, which is what you're used to coming into. It wasn't a close game, but was the adrenaline about the same for you because of where you were pitching? Uh, i got to be honest. I just uh, went out there with the same uh, mentality as the other games, you know, uh, those were games of the regular season, so you gotta uh, be focused on what you gotta do, and that's it. I mean, I took it as a normal other game. Obviously, uh, I knew I was in Mexico. I didn't try to uh, pay attention to it, but it was, uh, you know, just a great feeling to uh, pitch in front of my of my country. So, how many people did you did you leave tickets for? How many people did you have at those games? There were more than 50 uh, wow. per game, so there were a lot of family and friends that. That went to Monterey for those two games, and it was absolutely uh, a blast over there. I mean, I love it, and uh, I got to enjoy them, and it was it was great. Now you're from Los Mochis, which is not close to Monterey, right? It's it's a little bit of a drive, right? Yeah, it's a long drive, but it's uh, an hour and 15 minutes fly, fly okay. so it's actually not too bad. And uh, good thing is it was on the weekend, so you know they got off the work and they went to Monterey, so it was it was great. Your dad, Roberto Sr., pitched 16 years in the Mexican League, pitched in Monterey for a few years. I know you were pretty young. I think you were four years old when your dad's career ended. Do you remember much about his playing career at all? Uh, I do. I do at the end. I mean, the last few years when he played for my uh, for my uh, town in, in, in Los Mochis, I remember he was pitching and when he retires and everything. I don't remember much about when he plays for Monterey, but... Uh, my mom told me some some things about it, and it was just great to be in the same field that my dad uh, played before. So I'd imagine your dad was the one who got you in the pitching and 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 got you started in baseball. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, everything I know about pitching is because him. You know, he's um, my instructor, and he's the he's the person that is always beside me, and you know, just trying to uh, get me better all the time. Are you? Was your dad a similar pitcher to you in his prime? Yeah. Uh, 
he didn't used to throw as hard as I do because mm -hmm. it was different <laughs> times, obviously. But he was throwing 92, 93, which he was pretty good back then. Um, I got his change up and the slider, so uh, we both looked pretty similar. I got a, I got a photo here that I can show it to you later. Mm -hmm. uh, same mechanics and same arm action and everything. Did he have the hesitation at the top of his delivery and, and the quick pitches and some of the stuff that, that you do to throw off hitter's timing? No, he never done it. He never done it. He, that's, <laughs> that's actually something that I that I try on my own. Uh, mm -hmm. He never teach me anything like that. Just slider change up and, you know, just uh, the mentality about the game. Soccer's number one sport in Mexico. Baseball, obviously, is very popular there. Is it? What is what is the popularity level like? Has it has it grown since in your in your time? Yeah, it was it was pretty hard because it's easy to play soccer on the streets than yeah baseball, right? So I was I was just hanging out with my friends and we were playing soccer. And my dad wanted me to play baseball. Uh, I gotta make it clear, I love baseball and I lo I always wanted to play baseball, but. Uh, Something that it's pretty big is in Sinaloa, where I grew up, mm -hmm. there's baseball town. So you see baseball fields around the corner uh, everywhere, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to grow up in, uh, in a country that soccer is the number one uh, sport. And when all the support goes to soccer, make it harder to make it to the big leagues. Who were some of your baseball idols growing up? How much Major League Baseball did you get to watch? Yeah, I get to watch him a lot. Uh, obviously, uh, it was the Yankees uh, prime time back mm -hmm. then, and you know I grew up watching them. Uh, I'm now a fan of the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Those were the games they just put it on TV. Um, oh, who who were some oh, of your yeah. favorite players? That that was my dad, definitely yeah. my dad. Uh, uh, I like a lot of pictures. Uh, I watch him on TV, but. Number one for me is my dad. Uh, you know, he's my hero, he's my idol, and uh, he's everything for me. Roberto Osuna, thanks for joining us, and again, congratulations getting a chance to pitch in Mexico. Thank you. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.